Hello and welcome to Crumbs, a podcast, the only podcast in the world recorded at Crumb. Today in the beanbag, the hot seat is our guest, musician, movie maker, all-round creative, Polly Hill. Miles talks with her about the idea of exploring different mediums, identity, and why she's the number one scammer in the world. I think you'll enjoy the podcast. What do you think, Miles? I think... I think you're cool. Thanks. And most members of the staff of Crumb probably also think that. <laughs> Thank you. That's so I nice. don't want to speak for Isaac, but... <laughs> Definitely cool. Definitely cool. Cool rated. Cool rated. With Certified. Two, with two thumbs up, that was. <laughs> on the, Not just one. What is one. it? On the Zomato? What is oh, the... Have you got a Zomato cert- Certified fresh. Certified fresh. No, I don't have one. Look, I don't think I'm that cool. I think if people really knew... The real P. The real... Uh, the real me. They would probably know that I'm just like a bit of a... Uh, wacky doodah day sort of clown. Someone would use the term wacky, wacky doodah, doodah day. day. Is Shout oh. out Chris's flatmates. <laughs> she just pulled you the fingers. Yes. It's that was it, yeah. yeah. That was that you. They hate you. So maybe like a geek then of some sort, or not really. A Nerd geek. was, sorry, was the term. Yeah, I'm just thinking. I guess I'm just like, when I think about myself, I think I'm a, like a low-key thesp, you know, like always <laughs> performing a little bit. And I don't know if that's that cool to be like a thespian of sorts. No tea, no shade of all my friends that are actors, but... Well, a little bit, but... A little know. bit, They're yeah. your friends, you're allowed to. Yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, I feel a bit clownish. But maybe it's cool to be a clown. Who knows? The class clown. Yes, the class oh, clown. Oh, that was me. Sorry. Oh, for fuck's sake. Fucking schoolboy era. <sighs> You've thrown me now. Oh, I'm fuck. in an The train of thought was so deep right there. Fucking. God damn it. Um, Lucky says, well, like, is that something that you think about and are like, oh, fuck, I'm always doing some sort of performance or I'm not ever the real me? I mean, also, sorry, on a second follow-up question, is that really a bad thing because it's kind of just what everyone does and maybe when you unpack that idea, it's not so like, initially you think, if if someone said like, oh, I'm always playing some character in every role in my life, you'd be like, fucking what's up with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you think about it, everyone is always doing that. Maybe you're just honest enough or uh, wise enough to yourself to know that you are doing that. Yeah, I mean... There's definitely some truth to that because, like, I, I'm hyper aware that, like, there is a huge element of performance, but it doesn't feel disingenuous. It feels like um, maybe that's how I connect with people is, like, just, you know, trying to be on and trying to be, like, quick and present. Um, but but what I will say is it's pretty fucking exhausting. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you just want to fucking fuck out and watch Teen Mum for days which is mm. more or less what I've been doing today yeah nice um, is this in like a music sense or just life you feel like you are like I'm Paloma I think in all senses like I think I'm yeah. finding it pretty hard to separate the performance persona and the real me I think maybe because like my music's always been pretty like personal pretty honest mm. and stuff and same with the films I make that like maybe I haven't done heaps of protection over hope, like for myself or preserved anything. I mean, I mean, my friends get to see the true, true disgusting. <laughs> um, 
and also the you know soft Paloma and the nice Paloma and the caring Paloma. But yeah, I don't know. I um, I don't know. I, reality is a blur to me. It's all. It's a little thing. thing. It's all the same thing, though. I think that's just also like when you become real busy with life. Mm. I think you sometimes make big leaps in what you, who you are as like the performance of yourself and also the real version who is actually like as in Polly Hill and Paloma yeah, yeah. as examples. And like sometimes you don't realize because you like might do loads of crazy shit mm. until from now until let's say like the end of summer. And then suddenly you have like a moment to look back and you're like, fucking hell, if I think about who I was in like November yeah. and it's now like February, yeah. you're kind of like, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, I think the essence remains always. Um, I just think, yeah, I mean, we're always evolving. I, I see that in myself. I, I see evolving. I see regression as well. Um, I don't think those things are, like, mutually exclusive. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know. It's It's been a fucking transformational time and a f- strange, horrible time and <laughs> quite a thriving time as well so this current time is yeah yeah this like as in the last like year or like six months has been pretty pretty full sand i reckon yeah yeah i feel a lot of like not guilt but like because my community mostly like artists or Mm. business owners or whatever and like everyone's years kind of just turned to shit yeah i feel like like i'd be naive if i didn't clock the fact that like getting shows and getting booked so much like maybe there's a buzz or you know some like people like some of the stuff I'm doing but the truth of the matter is they can't get anyone else right now <laughs> and I yeah. you know okay I know what I mean there's like you can't get fucking anyone international yeah right? so yeah like yeah yeah I don't know I know what I mean I think that's just that like um what's the term um imposter syndrome yeah mixed yeah. with that element of like you don't want to be like running around like we're fucking killing it and everyone else yeah, is like bro yeah. we're having to like close because of that COVID yeah, pandemic yeah, shit yeah. and you're like oh yeah for I sure I felt as a little bit of that with us opening Little Crumb yeah some other business owners might be looking at us like how are you different. like oh yeah. you guys are fucking killing it so hard you're opening another site like yeah. fuck you you know yeah. or even just like a, what, how are you doing that and it's like we're actually just a bit dumb it's not like we've got fucking <laughs> loads of money fucking saved up yeah. and we're like yeah we killed it you know it's like oh well fuck it the opportunity was that exactly which is the same right it's like someone gives you the opportunity you can't be like not second guessing but you can't be letting that kind of guilt or whatever you want to call it yeah go oh no you shouldn't take that cause it's like fuck that man you gotta just like make it your own thing yeah I think we have like a weird um like relationship with like celebrating ourselves and like you know like do you think in general as people or in New Zealand or I mean it feels like it does feel like a New Zealand thing but maybe it also like because tall poppy syndrome is pretty tall big poppy syndrome or anyone topic. that uh, yeah. yeah or anyone that is like of a minority group or whatever like mm. whatever facet of that we fall under maybe we're like LGBTQI freak shows that we are like um and I don't know maybe you know it's hard to separate what feels like genuine success and what feels like a tokenistic success or like Mm. you know ticking a box or something or do you just go fuck it I just don't even care what form of success it is it's working you know I feel like you well I think the box stick is your idea of success Mm. first and foremost which mm. I feel like you're definitely not not doing from the outside looking in anyway 
and maybe when I don't know like that idea of like hey we're from we're for the fucking weirdos you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you do first of all people are going to be like you sell out you're successful now right because yeah, yeah. you had the weirdos and now normal people like you yeah 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 but you maybe that I think that adds to that weird feeling of guilt or whatever you want to yeah. say because you're like oh but everyone else in this community that I'm either linked to in some way or actually part of yeah yeah is still having either a shit time or not really there's always gonna be shit going on with other stuff that isn't you yeah 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 but you're linked to so many things as a person yeah and we're obviously different groups of both of us but maybe there's some crossover there's some like for sure yeah that sometimes gets in the not I guess in the way but yeah it makes you go, oh, fuck, shall I do that? <laughs> shall I do that thing? Yeah, no, I feel you, but, you know, on the whole, things are good. Can't complain. Summer's yeah. coming. Summer's coming. Summer's coming. Um, R&V, mate. R&V. Getting shredded for R&V. I've been shredding. <clears throat> shredding. Yeah. Yeah. When I used to work at AS Colour, the retail store, you know, the clothes stores, We'd sell what out of you... those um, Barnard, those singlets with the cut-off sleeves. We'd sell out of them like yeah. every year from like the twenty-sixth to the like thirtieth of December. Yeah, you were the global cut-off singlet shortage. <laughs> it was a fucking crisis. <laughs> That's the real issues that we're going to talk about on this podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. AS Colors Barnard short. You need shortage. to stock up AS Color. This is when were you at AS Color? I was there for ages. I um I worked there through uni part time. Um, in AKL. Yeah, in the Mount Eden store, and then oh, I left uni, finished, got my degree, and then I managed the Ponsonby store for like two years. Which is like, how many years ago now? That was like two thousand and fifteen. Oh, true. Yeah, I thought that was life. I, I really thought. Were you just like, fuck yeah, I'm going to manage these retail shops? I didn't think about it in any, like, <laughs> stoked way. Like, I mean. It just happened? I was, you know, they were real good to me and they were a cool company to work for. But, but I really burnt out studying, like, did too much. Fucking hated film by the end of it. Like, Is that what you studied at uni and got yeah, a degree in the yeah, film? Yeah, and I think when you're forced to, like, dissect something you love, like, mm. time and time again. And then make really shit, shit versions of it. Because I think that's what you do in these kind of, like, technical schools that are less about the artist and they're less about the academic and the experimental. You just replicate versions of what you think the craft is and it's just fucking shit and your (laughs) spirit gets crushed. And then you don't want to do it for years. I didn't want to do it for years and I didn't. Yeah, you just do it too much. Burnt out, lost lost any does it make it kind of shit when you watch movies you you must watch it in a per, from a perspective of like knowing yeah. so much more than your average viewer who's just like yeah sick love marvel movies yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's all they like you know maybe there's an in-between of like very well versed and then that person and then whatever yeah. but no, you no. know like oh that's that cut or i don't know i mean every now and then i'll like clock a like technical thing that bugs me but like maybe back in the day when I was watching lots like you know it was hard to shake that lens of like analytical film viewer but recently now I don't actually watch that much film and also um here we go I just like am not much of a technician like I like the more experience I get I understand like I have an aesthetic I like I am learning that but I talk about it with Freya, like, you could literally 
film on a fucking Nokia 3315 camera phone. But if the story is good and the content is good and the performance, you know, that leads the experience for me. It's never been really about, like... Of course, you know, it'd be naive to say how something's cut together, how something is shot at all. Like, it all, it all matters. It all matters, but, but my needs as a viewer are way more, like, um, weighted in, like, the story and the, like... And it doesn't even have to be, like, a like a generic or, like, traditional story. Just, I don't know, just something real to sing. Like, the whole point of the movie is that there's a storyline and a story in any movie, even if the movie's about nothing. There's always technically a story. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, well, fucking make it good because, like, it has to be in the movie. Or, like, just... So let's... Yeah, or just even the main character, if they're engaging enough, if there's, like, enough truth, like, I'll watch that for an hour and a half and fucking be delighted, (laughs) to say the least. Um, Rather than... Rather than, like, a tree of life, like, stunning visual, yeah. like, don't get me wrong, like, I love that shit. I also love, like, I love X-Men, like, that, <laughs> I think that's a great film. See, I think the nerd term is coming back again. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, Do you have a favourite X-person? <laughs> X-Man? What's the term I, for that? Yeah, it's is it still yeah. X-Men? What's your favourite X-Men? Well, they... They they chose the name mutants for themselves. Oh, they? true. So, yeah. what's your favorite mutant? Really? X Mans make it a bit gangster. Like. Yeah, X Mans. That's my <laughs> X Mans. Also, maybe a little bit gender sort of problematic. Yeah, so, true. Marvel, if you're listening, I'm sure you are. <laughs> sort it out, or we're <laughs> going to cancel you. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite. I don't know. I think I quite liked Wolverine back in the day, but maybe I was. I thought he was hot. <laughs> but I think in terms back of back when you were straight. Back when I was. Were you ever straight? Was I ever straight? Um, I mean, I definitely had boyfriends and, like, I don't know. I don't think I was ever straight. No. Who who is, really? Well, that's true. It's a spectrum for a reason, isn't it? Yeah, but my spectrum was pretty curved (laughs) from a young age, um, I think. Um, But before I digress, really important. My my favourite X-Men is um, Mystique. Because I think oh, yeah, to shapeshift like that would be so That's cool. a bit of a full circle moment to say shapeshifting because you're a bit of a shapeshifter and, and everyone is in life. Right, you could right, say. right. I mean, I Maybe did... she's a metaphor. That's a deep metaphor that X-Men laid in there. Well, We're I all shapeshifters. So. <laughs> or shapeshifter the band. Hey, also probably the only artist getting booked right now, right? <laughs> yeah, and rightly so. But they're diff- there's, there's a shapeshifter, which I always think it is, right? This is like a European band or some shit? Yeah, because when Shapeshifter puts music out in the UK, I learned this when I lived there, they have to be called Shapeshifter NZ because in that territory there's already a shapeshifter. Is that Lola's theme? Do they do the song Lola's theme? I'm or not sure. Different... I've never checked it out. Are you talking about the one that is not New Zealand? Yeah. Yeah, they're massive, They're like, a, but they're still like a, like a dance Group. It's like a Burger King Hungry Jack style situation. Right, right, Shapeshifters right. put New Zealand at the end of it. I see, I see. Yeah. So when it's always like, oh, Shapeshifters, I'm like, but, oh, well, they must. They're just getting one international artist all the time, or oh, I don't know. Do you reckon I need Not to be um, Polyhelene Z just to like. Um... Well, I mean, you could just be Polyhill XOXO and then oh, you have the Instagram it. handle. Because I would hate my seven fans to get confused. Like, <laughs> Mate, seven. <laughs> the Polyhelene. And, uh, There's at least one of those seven in this room right now. He's currently talking. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we doing up for that? Uh, yeah, I think there's an affinity with shapeshifting for sure. Um, like, 
I don't know. I don't know. And like, I actually brought that back to like a really interesting point. <laughs> I tried to do that and was like, so what are we talking? Oh yeah. Um, well, I just, X-Men. <laughs> I just like, I don't know. From a young age, I always had like a, like a strong desire to either shapeshift or be able to freeze and unfreeze time. Um, that would be sure, your superpower. Yeah. And I'm sure there's some psychology behind that. Like maybe I feel like wasted time. I don't know. Maybe I feel like, I'd love to at least experience being a bit of everything at least once in my life, you know? Mate, we're not even 30. Like, we've got quite a while. Yeah, but, like, you know, I used to, like, love, like, imagine being able... Everyone goes, what would you do if you were a dude for a... Like, and oh, I mean, yeah. like, a biological dude for a day. Yeah. And everyone's always like, I would jack off all day. You know, like, <laughs> that's the that's the truth. Like, you know, I just... 100%. Always, yeah. Like, a curiosity to, <laughs> to experience, experience all the things, I think. And that, do you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess as a filmmaker, you can like live that fantasy to some extent. Yeah. Because you can just make movies that are all these things you want to try and experience, and then you get to kind of see how it works to some extent. Yeah, except I keep making films about myself or like parents or people I know, so I'm actually not exploring other worlds at all. I'm just sort of honing in on your own. Right on. But then I guess if you don't know like your own shit and where you come from and figure yeah. all that out first, yeah, it's probably. Maybe not the wisest thing to be like, I'm going to figure out all everything else or go and experience all this shit when yeah, you don't really yeah. know what to come back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if we're talking about, like, that earlier, like, being like, who the fuck am I? Am I this yeah. character or am I Paloma? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Go stay grounded and all that shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you don't kind of become like, I'm Polly Hill, I'm famous, I'm cool. <laughs> don't do that. I, I'll I don't think to. you will, but... We'll see. We'll see after your big R&B set. But if you are famous and cool, you should also admit that. You reckon? You can say it if you are famous and cool. Which, I don't know if any of us are yet, but we're all heading in Maybe that direction. Maybe in Greyland. We're all, we're yeah. all heading in that direction. We're all heading in the right direction. <laughs> we're all moving forward together. I no. think all... Oh, I let you say. What are you going to say? I was going to say all jokes aside, like, I think that... You, I always have. To, I have this weird feeling at the moment that there's a cool shit happening, and mm. there's this big like weird energy, and there's this like cool thing that there's like this community that some of it's based out of crumb and yeah. like connected to that through other people of like friends of friends and like the kind of people that come in now that like Isaac's here and he knows it's like more musicians and just like loads of mm. weird connections. There's like this big buzz, and like that New Zealand's the only place in the world pretty much that can actually just be doing normal life. Quite yeah. quite air quotes. Always have to have an air quote in the podcast, yeah. me. Um, <laughs> which is really cool. And maybe that's just from me watching like too many documentaries about like cool arts, like Keith Haring and like the yeah, whole buzz yeah, that was yeah. happening and me just being like a Pisces and being like, watch the movie once. Why isn't that my life? You know? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But I feel like that's actually happening. And like you doing what you're doing is definitely like included in that thing. Yeah. Maybe yeah, it's just yeah. a weird fantasy that I live in, but I'm like, poem is really fucking cool. And every time I, watch you perform like why are you not like bigger or just doing like the cool shit that it seems to fit that you would among other people who are connected to this kind of community that's maybe created through here yeah 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 i'm just like oh there's definitely like this weird buzz i get that fantasy like i think we all want to be like um like patty smith and like and like all like the janice joplin's all that like this is like the chelsea hotel like you know how yeah I mean, that's such a, like, lame thing to say, but I, I get the fantasy of having, like, this social hub that, like, we can then, like, thrive together or fuck out together, but 
but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, see like, I'm a pretty self-serving um, art maker. Like I never made art because I thought lots of people would like listen to it or even thought it was interesting or that people would access it. I've made it so that I like truly wouldn't kill myself or like, mm. like it's, it's like the oldest cliche in the book, but like, like rapping, making beats, um, writing films is like the way that I can express myself honestly and vulnerably, like without feeling like I have to be that charming person, you know, like, well, you're like behind a yeah. Thing. There's one barrier of like yeah. Someone hears a song and that it like then I have to necessarily see yeah yeah. Right. And the same with a film. It's not like they're watching you perform right there. Yeah, and it's and just even like, on stage. It's like the barrier of that people are like I'm an audience and you're the person on stage. Yeah, yeah. Gives you a bit of freedom maybe to do totally, totally. express and people expect you almost to show them something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think the making the music and stuff is actually for me to go there's actually this other side to me that's you know um, pretty broken and pretty like neurotic and and stuff and whilst I try quite hard not to let that read on a day-to-day basis I don't know it's nice to be able to do that and the fact that some people are into it is cool and I hope <laughs> I hope fucking other people can get something out of it I don't know I mean Lately, like over the last six months, I've like noticed people coming up to me and being like, oh, like you inspire me or you've made me want to get into music because you do it and, and you taught yourself, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's fucking sick. I never thought that yeah. would happen. I still feel like <clears throat> way, um, what's it, under, what's it when you like lie on a resume? Like, you know, if you're under a question or like, uh, yeah, false, yeah, false, false pretenses. pretenses. But I'm the you're thing. like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and people are like, oh my yeah. gosh, you're so great. Yeah, but maybe that's okay. Maybe even maybe. if it just like, honestly, starts after like a year of doing this, I was like, oh, no one knows what they're doing. <laughs> it's all a lie. It's honestly not even in like a everything's not real, man. Society's like mm-hmm. not like not that level of fabrication that it's just like not like fucking. Elon Musk is sitting in his fucking test office right now being like, everyone fucking thinks I'm fucking smart. Like, <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. This is the greatest facade. Most people anyway. Maybe some are actually, actually like legit yeah. have some fucking real training and know what they're doing. This guy. Yeah, Isaac. This guy with the headphones on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So legit. No, I, I mean, for sure. I don't know. You just fake it till you make it. You do fake it till you make it. I mean... And that doesn't mean, like, make it as in we actually become famous. Yeah. As in you've made it to the extent that someone else thinks, like, fucking Paloma knows all this cool shit and she's self-taught and all this cool stuff. Like, isn't that... I think that's faking till making it. Yeah, or even just, like, giving yourself credit where credit's due, like, you know, now I can be like, oh, yeah, that's a fucking cool song. You know, like, you know, years ago, like, maybe that success for me is, like, actually appreciating your own work. And, um, I think that's a pretty good place to be able to be at. Yeah, yeah. To think you're actually not a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the goal. Way. That's definitely the goal. But like, I'm certainly not like <coughs> some aloof, nonchalant. Like, like I definitely have an ego, and I definitely am calculated. And I call myself the greatest scammer of the wider Auckland region because <laughs> everything I do. <laughs> 
you know, I'm an opportunist, and I think that there's not a bad like that's not a bad thing to be. I think you have to be like we think, like to think that like the coolest people are the ones that like are effortless and people come to them, but actually like. I am so horny for like the people that have bad drive and like what you know that's like and when I say horny I mean like I just think they're fucking cool like people that give a shit and actually like it's cool to try I think it's cool to try yeah don't try and be too cool and be like that I try hard yeah it's like no at least I'm trying right yeah, like I think the, people with that attitude you soon learn, like post high school, you're like, oh, those people are actually the losers. Yeah, yeah. And they do fuck all with their life. Well, it's always the fucking wacky dude, like art kids and geeks that went on to be the actual coolest kids. You yeah, know? the people who got bullied the most in school, you always like see them out, maybe in like some sort of, you know, nightclub yeah. setting, maybe like five years later, and you're like, oh fuck, yeah, you hey, you're coolest. actually the coolest person I ever met at school. Sorry yeah. for calling you a weirdo. Yeah, I was a bully. I was bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad, but but I think I was like kind of getting bullied within my friendship group. Like, like I hate to buy into stereotypes and shit, but we're like the cool cool girls, mm. and I was definitely like not really one of them. But like, you know, at a survival, if I bullied someone else, that meant yeah. they wouldn't I, they wouldn't bully me. You're and like, and my bullying was usually like at the expense, like you know, laughing at the expense of someone else. So. That probably ties into why I'm like... Yeah. Well, most, yeah, you definitely bully others when you're being bullied. Mm. Like most things. Like yeah. if you had this kind of trauma or like abuse, you do yeah. to other people in some For variation, sure. right? Because it's like, even if you don't realise yourself. Yeah, yeah. And also like, kids are fucked up. Kids are so dude, fucked. Dude, in primary school, like fucking hell. All the kids used to bully this one dude and it was so bad thinking about it now. It's... But it's like kind of malicious, but it's also not because you just... You're just kids being dickheads. Yeah. You're not like a sinister... Like, you're not... not... Like now, where you're like, fully, if we were just trying to be like, let's always fucking make Isaac feel like a piece of shit. And yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. whittle him down until he literally just like, kills himself. Like, that would definitely be real hectic. Yeah. But as a kid, you're like, Isaac has like, a moustache. Let's just always talk about that. <laughs> but that upset you, Isaac. No, I got called fuck for a whole month. Oh, oh, you did tell me about that. Your friends yeah. tried to fuck But I, 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 yeah, I think I'm. There's something wrong with me, and that I don't. I'm, I'm, Isaac's unbullyable. Right. No, it's not that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I could be bullied, but it just it didn't rear. It didn't. Re- it didn't register. No. But I'm curious about fuck. Just single word fuck. That's what they called you. Yeah. Just to see if I would like, because you know, to do like would a wind let's me up call him fuck and I, not and not like. If we're not going to call him Isaac. Right, right, right. Yeah, I knew, but then when they said fuck, I knew they were talking to me. So it's like, well, cool. It's just a word. <laughs> I don't know. It's a pretty cool word as well. Shit, like, the, shit it's weird right shit wife. that winds me up. Not right. Like, I can't be bullied by, like, normal normies yeah, or, like, yeah. normal people. It's people who don't order sugars when they order their coffee. Don't, that winds me up. That, well, they don't order sugars and then ask for a sugar. They wait till their coffee's delivered and then they ask for a sugar. Ah, uh, right, right, right. And I, I, I have think I figured what that is, that people often think there's like a sugar pot, like a communal pot somewhere, uh, or yeah. sugar pots on all tables, but obviously it comes over to a weird cafe where it's not really tables, it's just like movable stools or whatever. Yeah. So they See, think they can add their own sugar because you've also said, which is an interesting point, but well, it's not that interesting, it's about sugar still, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Also, just stop groundbreaking. I just stop ordering sugar in your coffee. Yeah, fucking yeah. just. Or hey. just tell us if you really like sugar. Just tell us when you order it. Well, I'm super yeah. happy with that. Put the sugar in with the shot. 
I'll build you a coffee mm. with the sugar. Mm. Don't fucking spoon some sugar through my coffee. I just get it. You said before, it's like when someone says, like, can I get one to any amount of sugars? It's like, I'm putting the sugar in, so like, why are you giving me in the number? Because it's kind of just like, your one sugar is not my one oh, sugar. Oh, yeah, that's a funny thing. We it don't have a set amount. So like we have a fucking, like, you know, an actual that, measurement that we weigh out of, like, here's our <laughs> one sugar. We tell a, you it's 0.5 grams. Like, so what? That's a Jerry Seinfeld observation. Oh, that yeah. that, that oh, doesn't piss me off, but that's funny. It is funny. One sugar. Could I get one and a half sugars? It's like, you don't know. No. <laughs> yes. We don't know. Yeah, and who's. Tablespoons. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But no, bully, I mean, bullying is a, a total thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is a like, thing. for sure a thing. Yeah. It's like at what age does like being a bully stop? Because like I feel like you I have think a it's whole a similar age. I had a conversation with someone yesterday, yes. which was at what age do feet become gross? Similar par- I can see the parallels. Because like Akira's feet, you're like, oh my gosh, baby, cute feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if I just take my shoe and sock off now, you'd be like, why is that in front of me right now? I don't find feet that gross. No? Nah. I'd definitely be like more inclined to like kiss a baby's foot than like your foot. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but I'm not. Just to clarify. Feet aren't that gross. What's gross? Oh, they can be, yeah. I, I don't think like seeing a foot is like, mm. Yeah. I'll tell you what's gross. Halitosis. That's gross. <laughs> I mean, I probably have it, but like that, I find that more offensive, you know? Yeah. People don't use yeah. the word halitosis enough, I they think. <laughs> like, you don't hear it enough. It's just done. Let's That's, call this... This, this podcast. podcast should be the halitosis podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this episode. There we go. Yeah. It always needs some sort of name or thing. The halitosis <laughs> podcast. Imagine if I got cancelled for discriminating against the halitosis community. <laughs> Out of all the things you've ever <laughs> yeah. spoken about, ever said, it's like, fucking halitosis got me so good. <laughs> Imagine I was so you... grossed out by it that, like, that's how cancelled I got, was, like, the feeling of grossness I have towards it. Fuck. Uh, that would be, like, so great. Yeah. God, you definitely wouldn't reach the fame and infamy that we obviously <laughs> think we're all going to reach. I mean... This could also be the Ego Check podcast. Yeah, yeah, could be. Because listening back, we're all going to be like, fuck, we're all fucking think we're cool, we're eh? We're egomaniacs. Even the first question was, do you think you're cool? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got mean, most of that as well. <coughs> um, I was going to say something, though. Oh, yeah. I was like, at what point do you... Does it, like... You get an excuse for being a bully because you're a kid, right? You don't have the... Uh, emotional maturity or awareness to like realize the implications that may have on someone but then because like an adult bully like if you're an adult and you're bullying people like in the workplace or whatever that's abhorrent like that that that's I, a great word as well I don't under, like that makes me sick but I was a horrible bully right up until I was like 15 so yeah what does that say about me well, maybe the idea of, like, emotional maturity or whatever you said, like, that's quite a good... That's an interesting gauge because you, like, meet... Especially dudes. Mm. Like, you meet most dudes and they're, like, 35 and you're like, oh, bro, you could still be 15. Yeah, like, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. Definitely, you know, some of my friends, you know, I'm like, fucking come on, man, you know? So it's, like, each individual, I guess. yeah. It's context, right? But also, like, yeah, past high school, if you're still being a fucking absolute cunt to people, yeah. that's probably not cool. Nah. But I think karma does, maybe even if that's not the actual thing that exists, like, people getting what they deserve does happen yeah. most of the time. Like, yeah. enough of the time that I feel pretty chill about not worrying 
if I have to like serve some fucking street justice to some kind yeah, of yeah 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 for sure for without sure. sounding like I fight people on the rag <laughs> <laughs> that's you but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think yeah I think you know like you just don't, you just fucking don't worry like if someone's a piece of shit yeah unless you're obviously getting bullied or in the scenario where you probably like you, you know you need to deal with it yeah I'm always just like well at the end of the day like it's just like, it's so much effort to hate someone. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're like, oh, I have a grudge with this or there's some unresolved shit. It's so much effort. Yeah. We have an ex who you're like, oh, we don't talk. It's like, oh, fucking hell, just talk. Just It's talk. so much effort to be like, oh, I, nah. I know. I and mean, on everyone else. Yeah. I never really get, like, you know, I don't hate anyone in Auckland. Like, I don't really get grudges like that. That's a bold statement. I really don't think Judith Collar lives in Auckland because if you true, true, true. <laughs> but even that, I don't hate. I don't hate. I have a strong disdain. Don't hate. She is a person of colour, so you might get cancelled for that comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you Fuck. fucking racist piece of shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's she's just cooked, isn't she? Yeah. Hey, we've all been that cooked before. Well, very recently for some. Know what you're talking about? What are you talking about? I'm very. Um, elegant woman. Can I vape in here? Yes. Yeah, why not, mate? Fuck it, if you need a little vape, you know. Will the fire alarms go off? Hopefully not. Do I you, don't think so. Do you have fire alarms? I wanted to ask you one question that I could only think of when I was like pre podcasting my head oh my yesterday. God. This is, you're lucky. This is a Was. Did you have like a religious upbringing or was it just more for you that you're like from that, like you have that in your family and your culture and stuff? is religious um like for me like i fully grew up like in the church was right. like i love god for like so many years not I saying i don't but you. like son of a preacher me mate my parents ran a church until like two years ago really like fully in it like kind of like um parachute stuff i think is what's similar here oh, or like yeah, hill song yeah, yeah. if you know that kind of stuff that kind of vibe cool christians yeah you know like yeah we have bands that yeah, do the worship. Yeah, yeah. We have some fucking choir full of boys who've been castrated. Like, yeah, you know, we yeah, kind yeah. of sacked that off a while ago, you know? Right, right, right. right so that's right. obviously like a huge part of my upbringing and has made me the person I am today. Sure. And I was wanting to see like what that vibe was for you as a person, whether it was like just a thing, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't have a religious upbringing. Um, obviously my mum is... Israeli and Jewish and that's already complex because there's this whole like well is it a like a race or a religion I've always seen Judaism as a I'm more inclined to view it in the race like I, I feel it less religiously um I definitely always had like an affinity or like you know I it's knew, more than just like this it's more than like rules and lessons and books yeah like, and there's many like versions is it well there's so many versions of Christianity and maybe some other religions and people pick and choose now whereas I feel like Judaism is much more like you kind of committed to that yeah so saying what you're saying about like being a race it is a bit more to it in that way yeah like yeah for sure I think um, I, I always felt within myself a um association and, and and feeling reflected by you know some of the Jewish people I saw out there in the world and I, I mean maybe it's silly but like all the little stereotypes like being um, you know neurotic or 
uh, analytical or wordy or all these like not being very good at sports, like all these little things like I, I quite aligned with. Um, um, so I was always interested in it and, and I think more than anything, I, I liked that it made me different, you know, as a kid because, you know, there were no other Jews really in, in the small town I grew up in. Um, but, and, and, and saying that my dad's dad is Jewish, um, but so therefore he's not technically um but he always had like a affinity with it as well and also but also he was christened so Mm. he was always like you know he's not like a devout religious man but he always like spoke of jesus with love um and spirituality and 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 buddhism so like i always had an interest in this in that side of spirituality but um but yeah, I don't know. And then I like went and did the whole living in Israel thing, which um, lots of Jews cool. do. Yeah. yeah, which is probably I know pretty probo these days. But you know, when I went when I was like nineteen, why is it problematic these days? Well, I think because there's so much. Um, um, what's the word? Like like the situation with Palestine, like you know like and I and I don't so much weight to like that whole conversation right yeah and now I wonder about well like does me going and living there while there's like you know a community I mean a not even a community like an entire country that's being like um forced to live in in conditions that just aren't right and and um so it's way more you don't want to feel like you supported something that you don't want to support yeah but I just like you know I didn't have the understanding when I went there and, and, and now I still think you know I, I'm trying to negotiate what's right and what's wrong about um, like w- w- what part of the conversation do I have in there and am I even entitled to be involved in the conversation is the best thing to like do I wonder is to like go and experience that firsthand. you know like maybe that would like you know go spend some time in Palestine mm. um, I don't know if I could but yeah, so 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 I went there when I was nineteen, and, and that was the first time that because I lived in a kibbutz, which is like a community kind mm. of villagey. It's not a commune, but there are <laughs> elements of commune, and it's how they kind of after World War Two built Communism. up. He's a little bit commie. Oh my god! Yeah, but um, it's it's also a people weird... can relate to you saying it's kind of like a commune, right? Yeah, even though it's like the it's ultimate not... paradox because it's like super hippie as well. Yeah, you know? um, but. Yeah, that was the first time I experienced kind of like a little bit of um, like religious practice. Like we would have Shabbat dinner on Friday and we would go to shul and we would do all the like Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, all the Jewish holidays, which is cool. I'm, gl- I'm really glad that I got to experience that. I mm. think, you know, I, I like engaging with it every now and then, but it's like probably not something I feel I need um, for my personal well-being and or spiritual um like the full religious side yeah that that doesn't that doesn't fulfill me spiritually what fulfills me is um you know good chats and good people um yeah it's like um i was gonna say wholesome stuff but it's not always wholesome sometimes it's not wholesome and that's quite good as well yeah a little bit of well, uh, maybe it's just like it's almost a to not taboo, but it's like saying, "Oh, I had a wholesome day." Yeah, it means that you did not do any drugs or alcohol. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But actually, sometimes you have wholesome experiences if you're going to just take it from the dictionary terminology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
when you're fucked up. Yeah, for sure. If not, like, some of the most um, life-changing ones are where you're maybe not sober. Yeah, for sure. I I totally uh, get that. You know, everyone likes to release their inhibitions a little bit. There's a freedom that comes with that. But also, you know, it's, it's a balancing act, right? I certainly have had some sloppy nights this year that I <laughs> would wish to change but like you know I guess like that that relationship with uh, substances are uh, probably coming from a deeper place that require reflection and you know sometimes it's good to have like break a little bit and clock that you have some baggage to look Do at um, but yeah how do we get on to that? Oh yeah, wholesome, wholesome. Wholesome. Yeah. To be honest, I could I could, would quite like to be a bit more wholesome these days. Yeah. Like I want more of a relationship with nature, I think. I don't have much of one. You know, I grew up my dad was like an amazing landscape designer and we had like these huge ten ten acres of terrace gardens and tropical pond gardens and the public would come, they would be open to it, people get married there, like completely In your house. At my house. Wow, that's cool. Absolutely, like the most romantic kind of secret garden. Is that still where your parents are at? Nah, they sold um, sort of like my first year of uni or something. They, mm. they still live in the area, but it's, it was kind of fucked timing. Like they're up in Matakana, which is now holiday destination, wine country. Yeah. Like bougie. But, but it wasn't when you were growing when, up. Yeah, like, like they kind of sold just as it popped off. It's like if they had have hung on to that a mm. little bit longer. But, you know, that's whatever. It is what it is, right? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, my happiest days would be, like, making little, like, huts in the native bush. That's probably not allowed, actually, but <laughs> that, that I think about it. But Cutting down some fucking some trees the native shirt, trees, you know? yeah. Um, or, yeah, yeah, just fucking frolicking in the, in the olive in groves. The fauna. In the fauna, the flora. I don't know, but now... I don't do that much, yeah. and I should, you know? We I don't should. know what it is. I think it's just getting caught up in everything, man. Yeah. Like, I always forget, literally, like, I'm, I probably go to the beach, like, once a year, mm. which is so bizarre, because it's like, you live in New Zealand, bro, like, mm, mm. there's literally, like, fucking, even just, like, the shit Herne Bay Beach is, yeah, like, yeah. Can, like, five minute drive, not even, from here, yeah. or whatever. And I used to live, like, a walking distance from one when I was right. over that way, and you're just like, oh, yeah, the beach the exists. Beach. I know. Even that idea, like, I just think some people are super like, yeah, the ocean, man, connection and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it never crossed my mind. Yeah. Well, but then I think if as a creative and an artistic person, like, both of us, like, maybe that's, like, what you go to. Like, rather than thinking about, like, uh, I don't know, if you're, if you're someone who doesn't, like, do too much creative shit and then you're, like, maybe a surfer, that's, like, that's kind of the equivalent. Yeah, so, like, you're releasing yeah. something, you go and, like, hang out in the ocean and that's, like, a huge vibe and it makes you this, like, real chill person. Yeah. Whereas for creative people, your mind goes to the things that you have the talents. Yeah, yeah, So you're like, yeah. oh, fuck, I'm just, just going to make some music or I'm going to make a fucking painting or I'm going to just, like, I don't know. Yeah do whatever is your creative thing yeah because essentially that's like your gift or whatever and you're like channeling some fucking weird energy and shit when you make stuff so that's your go-to yeah because then maybe why it's super nice and if you do ever go out into nature again it's like this huge throwback it's probably like even if you do it only like once twice a year yeah i mean i I mean i definitely like bigger yeah i mean summer i definitely spend way more time at the beach than i used to for sure um but, like, you know, I've got, like, my groups of mates that I'm, like, 
let's let's go get rinsed tonight and they're like oh we're going for a hike tomorrow I'm like a hike (laughs) what (laughs) like that idea and I know that like when I get into it and I'm there and I'm fucking breathing in fresh air and you can actually feel the difference and like your eyes are being dazzled by the Mm. sights that you haven't seen for ages you love it but like I don't know the actual act of committing to that is like it's just something I because I think I'm so drawn by the possibility of opportunity you know meeting people talking to cool people a fucking exciting antidote antidote anecdote that comes out of interaction like in my mind I'm like I won't get that in the bush yeah, you go for a would. hike with two mates. I don't have a cool anecdote. Yeah, but you might. You might. You probably would. That's probably what I need to. I'm gonna go to the bush after this. Yeah, just by myself. Thrive out, mate. You like, need yeah. to see me again. Yeah. <laughs> you just build this hut, which becomes a cabin, and you just start recording music there. See, that I think is a, is a cool idea. I would love. To Are there places that. you can do that in New Zealand that are set up already? I mean, you wouldn't need much. You'd, I mean. Like, is there, a, is there already, like, a place that does it, or you could do it yourself to some extent? Yeah, I mean, I know, like, a few artists that go away to, like, uh, West Auckland mm. and, and are recording projects and stuff. I'm sure. I'm sure it could be done. But but also, like, yeah, you wouldn't really need much. Just make, I mean, I wouldn't. I'd just make everything in a beat pad, so... I would just toddle off. Beat and, pad and a mic. Beat pad and a mic. That's all I need. The other thing is that no one's ever going to make time for yourself requires space. And when you're creative, no one's going to make space for yourself except yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not, you really have to, you only do things you prioritize yourself. Yeah. If you haven't found a priority for this shit, then you're not going to, you're going to do everything else. You're not going to do that. Yeah. And also finding like people that share that same level of like, commitment and passion you have to that thing it's, it's, it's fucking hard, hard. It's hard man it's not that many people here <laughs> relatively yeah and yeah. like and how are you going to find them they're already in the bush bro <laughs> <laughs> they're already in the cabin bro making you. fucking your favourite hit record to come out in 2021 that's true so you can't really just meet you're probably the last place you're going to meet them is at some fucking whammy bar party <sighs> and looking in the wrong places but also sometimes not yeah. It's a hard one with that idea of like, it's like a, it's essentially like, um, oh, fucking what's it called when you're like perusing people, but not, which, um, you go to like a pot. No. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Uh, what's it? Oh, fuck. When you're like trying to meet business people, what's mm. that fucking called? Networking. Networking. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. I can never think of that one. Yeah, that's good. That is like the world of networking is a little bit like an alcohol-fueled situation for musicians, right? Yeah. And all creative people, really, because we're all fucking weirdos who don't talk to people who are strangers unless we've had at least, like, four drinks and a fucking joint. Yeah, yeah, I know. Because we're like, oh, no, they might not like that I like Mystique from X-Men. I can't talk to people. (laughs) I'm weird. Yeah, I know. It would be, I mean... So it's almost not not like, oh, we have to have that. We have to be alcoholics, otherwise we wouldn't function. Yeah. But like, that is kind of more of a natural environment to like do the creative networking is like at a thing or yeah. like at a fucking art opening or some shit. Yeah. You know? Man, art openings. <laughs> they just... They buzz you out? They unravel me. Like, yeah. I don't know why I... I don't know. Maybe I feel some sort of inadequacy around my like opinions on art, like... 
But no one knows what the fuck they're talking about when yeah, it comes but that's to the art. Thing. It's all subjective. Yeah, but that's the thing, you know, people do a good job of sort of like intellectualizing art or like having a great emotional responses and I'm like oh, yeah. I, I don't feel anything. <laughs> like That's why music's so much easier. Yeah. It's I just a beat, just, bro. Fucking we're yeah, dancing. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. You don't have to tell you what this shit means. Yeah, imagine if, you. if like you had that response, that very like physical response to art, like you see a beautiful picture and you just start like fucking gyrating. Like, <sighs> like start doing the Charleston to it. Everyone's like what are you on mate yeah. I need some of that but that would be good because sometimes I just don't know how I'm meant to respond to art like to I also think art. an art opening is probably the least like the least likely place you're going to have a, that response to an art thing yeah like, you yeah. go to a fucking gallery when you're with no one else yeah. and there's no one else there and you like look at the piece of art for like half an hour agreed yeah. and then you can that's when you might have that connection with an art piece that you're like why am mm. I crying mm, mm. and that is also why I think that is a big validity. Is that how you say it would be the word? Valid, yeah. Validation. There's a valid reason for having validity. The validity. It's having a little blurb by the art piece. It's like this is what this is about. Yeah. Sometimes you look at things like what the fuck, and then it's like oh shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always context. Like, you know, even like going to a show. I don't think I always let the work speak for itself. I think I always like to know a little bit about the artist beforehand because. Some things I just would or wouldn't let fly. Is that bird fucking you off that's chirping real loud? Or... He's just saying some crazy shit, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> the birds aren't real, real, so he's actually communicating to you. That's Nixon. That's Nixon, eh? That's Nixon speaking from the 70s. <laughs> it is cool, though, to just go and see and you see, like, a random sick artist or band. You're like, Who the, what the fuck just happened? I love when that happens. It doesn't happen often. Yeah, when was the last time that happened for you? I'm okay. interested in that. Probably because we're talking live music. This like, isn't like just obviously. a musician, but it's a live musician that I just honestly I went to a Wax Shadows gig. Yes, I, I'm not. Like, I was literally about to say. Oh, the if, wax, I was going to yeah. say Wax Shadows people the last time. I was like, fucking hell. And I'm not like I'm not like a what? What are they like? New, like new metal? I don't know. What I don't know what you call it. You don't even have a. They don't even have a fucking. What you could say some of it's punk rock, but not really yeah. at all. They they call it guitarless guitar music. Yeah. And it just blew me away. Like, they just go hard and, like, I don't know, I get angry. I'm like, why is no one else fucking mosh pitting right now? This is so sick. This little, what, they're a three-piece band. They make such a big noise. I don't know. That's probably the last one I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that was a pretty epic show. I'm glad you came to that. It was so funny. It was good. They're my favourite live band yeah, and, oh, and definitely in New Zealand. Yeah, maybe in the world. Whoa, Nicole! I really shout out Wax Shadows. Shout out Wax Shadows. I really want to sample. What's their big song? And it's got the mm. like crazy like. I'm gonna try and replicate it with my voice, but it's the one that goes da da da. What is that one? Yeah, I did a remix of that already. You've done a remix of it? Oh no, I did a remix of, this, of a song for Secret Album. I Was that, that not that song? No, nah, it's Efficiency. Oh, sorry. I'm a liar. I'm going to have to sample that. Good. Should. Do you think they'd lick you, me? Yeah, they're nice. Just they're lovely. lovely. Sample is a sample, right? Isn't that in the music you can just take us? Yes, it's a sample. It's not. It's, uh, it's really not. And now we're <laughs> no. on, and now we've no. said it on a podcast. That's a legal case and a half. Yeah, that's true. That can't even get away it. with it. Yeah, can't even. <laughs> unless I get their permission, but they're probably on some sort of. They're on capture tracks and flying. Okay, 
Okay. It'd be easy. That'd be okay. fine with it. You're cool. You've got cream. That's fine. Okay, okay. You're like figuring out. You had <laughs> you got it. Who are going to contact me? I can just send Manu in there and just be like, Manu, sort this shit out for me, man. I, I might just have to. Yeah. <laughs> He'll do it. He'll do it. If anyone's going to do it, it'll be him. <laughs> We've got it done. Shout out Manu. Shout out Manu. Um, Manu. I, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I probably should be in jail right now for all the sampling I do. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I think everyone in the whole world should probably be in jail for something they've yeah. done wrong. And if it's sampling, like, it could be a lot worse. You yeah, know? Right. copyright law is fucked. Yeah, as a musician, it's fucked. Yeah. I reckon I'd be. But it's even fucked as an employee. If you come up with an idea here, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. I own that. <laughs> I own so that. Don't come up with ideas here. <laughs> or you can try and do that shit. Like companies fuck people over so hard. Like especially big like fashion companies yeah. and probably music related ones as well. Facebook. Ones. Oh, obviously yeah. Facebook. <laughs> the fucking old mate alien boy with the fucking video camera eyes running that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I reckon if someone sampled me, that would be so flattering. Like I would never be like, you're taking my intellectual property and you're gonna achieve great things and rip off my success I would actually be so fucking gassed do you know the other day <laughs> the other day this is probably the best thing that's happened in my career as an artist I went and got my hair cut at the hair studio the hair looks great by the way thank you and I the hairdresser Philly was doing my hair and she said someone came in the other day and asked for the Polly Hill. <laughs> I, Not even Polly Hill's head, the, the Polly Hill. Hill. I was fucking gassed. I was like, I don't care about streams, right. shows. I just care that people want my haircut. I've got a haircut. Copy it. Because it's not even bring a photo. Can you make me look like Polly Hill? It's the Polly Hill. The Polly Hill special. The special? I don't think Poly. they said that. I might have. You can just add that on. That, but that was... You allowed so some creative... Um, Expression in there, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Creative freedom, seeing as it's your own hair, exactly. The Polly Hill special, yeah. The PHS. I reckon everyone should give it a go. Yeah, as it's commonly known as. I mean, I'm missing the, this all this area. Yeah, I but just have this. Yeah, you've got that wig though. Remember, you've got the Polly Hill wig. The Polly Hill wig. Once you sent me a photo, you had like a little ball. Oh, <laughs> yes. I know that was also great. That was also great. I did also write you a poem for your birthday. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, I've still got a poem for it. Yeah, I'd like that. You sent me a photo. I'd like the hard copy, please. Okay. Make sure that's my next art piece. Just going to write out the poem that I wrote for you for your birthday. I love that. One of the one of the things in the poem was teach me how to rap, which I would also like you to do. Well, you're basically rapping anyway, aren't you? If you're writing this poem, that you're halfway there. That's true, but you just got to say it out loud, bro. Yeah, but there's like a um. It's rap. How? <laughs> let's do the last five minutes because we don't really need you to like plug something unless you want to. But like, I don't you, to plug. you Polly Hill is music, which also your Instagram, right? Go yeah. watch the GSB video. Oh yeah, the GSB video. GSB video, which is Connie Cash. Connie Cash, Cash which is you and Half Queen slash Shaq. Half Queen, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Shaq. Shout like out Shaq. Shaq. Um, counterpart, one of them. Freya Does French as well. Freya French, obviously. Chronic employee sometimes. <laughs> yeah. An iconic Enigma of sorts. Enigma of sorts. Another yeah, shout out. Shout out. Um does Paloma video film stuff have a separate thing? Um Do you have like an account that's like here's my film work or not really? I kinda do. I have I just made my website the other day. Don't okay. look at it on your phone, it looks shit on a phone. Not okay. that you were doing that at all, but I just Squarespace? Nah, it's a Wix one. Oh yeah, nice. Paloma it looks Schneid- good. Schneiderman. It's actually dub 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 dot Schneiderwoman. 
www.shinerwomen.com. I was going to say that, but I was like, that's not actually, but it, it, yeah. I changed that to... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's called feminism, that is. So, yeah. Do you do it with the M-X-N? No, I should have, but see, I made it about five years ago. I wasn't thinking like that. That's the well, most feminism it's, it's thing really on social Indian. media, right? It's yeah. like saying one man, but it has the X to be yeah, like, but no, even, not the man. But even then, I don't know how I feel about that, because at the end of the day, it's just another, other, like, othering, like, mm. through that, that term as well, so I don't know. Anyway. It's hard to find, like, the, the, the line between, like, trying to be like, fuck yeah, I'm this, or, like, the power play, but then you're also then like, yeah. oh, what does that do on the, to the other side of people I'm trying to, like, power play? Yeah, also, like... And what is that also just doing? Like, who gives a fuck? And also, there's no one umbrella that's going to fit. Like, we're not all the same. Like, no. and I think people try and, like, find these, like... We're all unique <laughs> among, <laughs> among snowflakes. That's true. There you go. That's yeah. Fun. But I sometimes I like to think more on the idea that it's like... Uh, I know. Some people need to be told it's like, we're all the same because we're all humans. But um, there's also that, I like, yeah. we are all different in that sense as well. Yeah. Like shit people who are just like don't understand that it's like what are, like people who are like actually genuinely just racist that's like we're the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb people who need some street justice. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. the also the being unique is also very relevant to Yeah. You get too much on the flip side. Yeah. Of grouping everything. Yeah, well it would just be naive to be like, yeah, we're all the same because we're human be- being and we all breathe, but like you know, sometimes there are very real things like the way we look that whether we like it or not is going to separate us to yeah. like in terms of perception or whatever. Even just who you're friends with. Yeah, so so I think that it's not about pretending that. Is it a true fact that like you friend people who you think at least or are to some extent, I don't know how you gauge just like a similar level of like, oh, we're kind of the same level as hot? No. <laughs> <laughs> is that a... Um, is that a thing? Or did I just make that up? I don't know. Maybe there's some truth into it. What, we're all as hot as each other for sure in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not one of us is like, oh my gosh, you guys are friends? What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. I mean, I guess... Yeah, well, it's very kind. I feel that's very kind of you to say. Oh, it's so hot though. Subjective, isn't it? That's because... what I mean. There's so much subjective to it, but... If we're doing like a BuzzFeed Shout article. Shout out John. <laughs> Which we basically are. Shout out John as kids. Yeah. I mean, my life is a BuzzFeed article. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, for me, the hottest person is probably the smartest person in the room. So. Like, you are? Like attracts That's like. what I'm attracted. That's what I'm attracted to. Oh, I thought you said. I said I I'm am. the hottest person <laughs> and the smartest And then you just were full <laughs> like. You just, the <laughs> you just didn't say anything. I was like, whoa. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm whoa. attracted to. In any room that you may find me in. Okay. Do you guys want to give a message to any of the celebrities listening right now? Uh, um, <laughs> what uh, I know Bjork's hey, Leonardo, probably listening. Uh, you, hey, Beyonce? No, Bjork. Or Bjork. Bjork. As we call Bjork. them. Uh, Bjork's actually. And, and the fandom. And the fandom. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, I think we'd be really good friends. Um... MF Doom as well, like if you ever want to make a track together, just like Polly Hill XOXO at me. Shout out Doom, do it Doom! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do it Doom! That's all for another Crumbs podcast. Thank you for joining us, and please come in and grab a hot cup of Joe. Or if the sun comes out, come get an iced one on us. We'll see you soon. <laughs>